Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to another episode of She Thinks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and today I am joined by the host of the podcast, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Sort of a little spoiler alert. It's Allison Rosen. She also co-hosts with Greg Fitzsimmons, the podcast Childish, which she describes as a parenting-ish podcast. Allison, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. It is nice to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, like podcasting, huh? I mean, really, like you were, we were talking about before we went on, um, a thing that some people do, and I know that you do it, people record on video while they're talking. Yes. Yes. Uh, I see. I think that's sort of violent. That's just an act of violence to me. Would you consider it as aggressive as a phone call? Like an, without you know, warning? Yeah. You know, like you're texting someone and then suddenly your phone rings and you're like, well, that seems aggressive. Yeah. I think it's probably um, both things presented without warning are similarly violent to me. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, so the, the I, you know, look, I seek consent ahead of time. I, I don't surprise that. people with the fact that I will be recording. For years and years, I talked about how I want to do a video component of my podcast. Mm-hmm. In fact, my show, so it's called Alison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. And it started, I lived in New York, and it started as um, a live streaming internet show. It was like a talk show I did for my living room for three hours every Sunday. And it was on Ustream. And there was a chat room and we would interact. And a lot of the segments that I do now on the show started then. So that was really the first incarnation of the show. And then I moved to California and brought it back as a podcast. But for a long time, I was thinking I'd like to bring it back in some, in you know, I would like to have the video up there. But mm-hmm. getting set up for video is like a whole thing. So then the pandemic started and I was recording over Zoom, and it's very easy to record the Zoom video. Right. So that's when I really started. Um, but full disclosure, ahead of time, we were talking about sort of some of the pros and cons of doing it on video as well. Obviously, if you are, if you care at all, if you're, if you're anything other than like the most zen, non-vain person, you do have to put on makeup mm-hmm. and that can be a real drag. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just an extra level of preparation. Right. You know. Extra level of hygiene. Extra level of hygiene. Actually, not really. No, not you, really. Can, you can recent... fake that. You can fake that. Yeah. It's just brushing your was... hair and, and some lipstick. Right. There was a recent episode where sometimes I get into a mood where like a thought goes through my head and it has to come out my mouth. I don't, it's, sure. it's a weird podcasting kind of mania <laughs> where I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. Right. And so I said to my producer, Tony, I'm like, I think I forgot to put on deodorant. He's on Zoom. And he's like, you didn't have to tell me that. Yeah, <laughs> like, but we're not in the same room. But like, you know, that's that you're that's a coping mechanism, right? Like the pandemic just right. makes us all feel like we're together. So we have to announce. Exactly. You know, like, sorry, I smell like, well, I can't smell you. OK, well. It, it comforts me to pretend that you could. So can I ask you uh, a Zoom or no, sorry, this is a Google Hangout. Can I ask you a video question? Because I am looking at you in your background Yeah. and you are in focus, but your background has like a soft blur. And yes. I've seen other people do this. Is that a setting? It's a setting in Google Hangouts that I just figured out. So it's like you can't see the mess of my office in the HD. Mm-hmm. What did, what do they call that? Do they call that I think like it literally, messy room setting? <laughs> like so, I literally think it's soft blur. There is like a hard blur where 
it's even blurrier, blurrier than this. I'm going to see if I can get it to do, to do it, but it's like apply visual effects. Okay. Let's say, yeah. So see, I'm about to get even blurrier. Do you see? Oh my goodness. I know. Now I look like it's I'm like popping out. Yeah. I look like yeah. I'm in like a 3d movie, but then without yes. it, it's just like a lot, you know, you can see my piles. Right. You can see my piles. That to me just looks like someone who hosts a shopping podcast. My piles. I know. I should just really call it like, these are my piles with Caroline Moss. I mean, it's really, yes. Ooh, behind these the are scenes. My piles. I like that. <laughs> I do, I, whenever I post a photo on Instagram, I do now always pay attention to like, someone's going to zoom in and look at the books on the bookshelf. Someone's going to zoom in and look at my bottles of, I can't believe it's not butter spray <laughs> on my counter or what, whatever it is. Of course. The most embarrassing, I think, is my nightstand because it's like, Yes, that is the koala bear I've had since I was six. That is like four different kinds of lotion and also a retainer case mm-hmm. and probably some kind of embarrassing self-help book. I know people do that just because I do that kind of stuff. So like, oh, I do too. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll zoom it. Do you ever feel creeped out when people tell you they did that with you, though? No, I think I think I I, I think I'm like flattered. Mm-hmm. because I'm like oh like did you like it but then but but right but then I immediately go into like well what did you think like did you like it right do we look in love oh, like when someone tells you you were you were in their dream and it's like well how did I look yeah you're like well how yeah like what, what did I, I do exactly <laughs> right how was my butt um yeah I yeah it doesn't creep me out no one has ever done anything that has like said anything to me like oh I found this thing out about you and I don't really know you I'm kind of also aware that I put a lot out there publicly, so I can't right. be like that weirded out if someone is listening to me say it. Yeah, <laughs> um. yeah there, there are people who I'll know in in real life, and they'll say, like, I don't want you to think I'm a stalker, but I was looking at your back in the blog days. I was looking mm-hmm. at your blog, or like, but I was listening to your show. And I'm like, no, that's that. I'm flattered by that. Yeah, you're like, thank God. It's just when people occasionally someone will be like. If someone goes to great lengths to find the address of somewhere, right, like right. to geolocate you, that can be a little unnerving. That has never happened to me. Um, and so I am appreciative of that. But yeah, I would like if it's information I have presented in passing and someone just remembers it or holds on to it for whatever yeah. reason, I have no problem with that because I presented it. But if you are like using context clues to like piece together a piece of information I didn't outright tell you, even if I have provided the context clues... I yes. still think that's, one a little, of my, I think that's a little weird. One of my, and I, this might be hyperbolic, but I think it's one of my great achievements of the pandemic. So Jackie Johnson, whom we both know, yeah, was on course. my podcast. Um, you know how she was in Delaware for yeah. a while? Yeah. Um, so she was in Delaware and she had to take Chooch to the vet. And it was like during hardcore lockdown. So you couldn't go into the vet. You just, you know, parked and then they would, they would, you know, pick up your dog and then they would call you. Right. And she said that she, she talked to a vet on the phone and she's, she, he sounded very hot. She had no idea what he looked like, but he sounded very hot. Um, and then, and this was crazy. Then Helen Hong, who's also a, guest, a comedian, who's also a guest on that episode, called the vet's office. We have, it's all on the episode to gently inquire of a coworker, like, what's he like? Is he hot? Uh, and you could tell the person we were talking to kind of had a crush on him. So then, so we knew his first name and we knew the name of the vet and ended the episode. And I went and I worked my magic, which I believe everyone is capable. Of, look, it's not me. It, everyone's capable of this, especially women. And I found photos of him on Facebook, like within a few minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. What you have just described is way, I think, weirder than anything that's ever happened to me. So your baseline is low or high. In terms of, like, I have a high creep threshold? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, that... Perhaps, yes. I mean, right? Because, like, that's... If that's behavior you're engaging in, then I feel like you're more open to the creeping of others. Or maybe more empathetic to the creeping of others. Or is this maybe not a two-way or street? Maybe, or is this not a yeah, two-way maybe street? I'm just, maybe I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. Where it's like when I do it, look at the un- look at the achievement. I could have been a private investigator. My sure. God, she knows search terms well and social media and stuff. When others do it, it's like, do you mean me harm? What's happening? Right, right, right. Like well, that. no, and I understand that. And then it's it's the same. Every time I watch Catfish, 
I'm like, I could I could be on the show as a as a detective because they're literally like, <laughs> all right. So we Googled him. And the first thing that came up is he's a murderer and uh, and he's in jail and he's he's been messaging you from jail. It's always like, oh, the first link. Oh, we found right. we found his phone. We, we Googled the phone number you've been calling for seven months and it's actually registered via this the second link on Google. We figured out it was registered to this person who you went to high school with and who's yes. making fun of you. And I'm like, yeah, right. I could do that. I'm like, I could Google for a living. Right. Um, I think Catfish also like for the sake of uh, volume and quantity over quality. I think there are only a handful of those episodes where I think you truly needed a detective to figure mm-hmm. out what was going on. Whereas it's just a lot of people who don't maybe want to see the truth. Right. And that is why I can't watch that show anymore. But like, yeah, great Googling, Allison. Amazing job. Thank you. What happened? Thank you very much. Is he, what's the deal? Is he single? Do we know anything we, about him? I mean, it, the thing is, it was just, it, it was just, does his face match his voice? Cause he sounded attractive. Like Jackie's engaged and no one had, no one had designs on this guy. Okay. Except okay. I think his coworker, I think his coworker did. Um, <laughs> And I wish her the best. Yeah. Excuse me. But he was, you could see where if you knew him in person and he was charming, he was going to be attractive, Mm -hmm. but we weren't bowled over by his photos. Okay. Got it. Got it. Uh, And what was the, what did the voice sound like? We didn't hear, I didn't hear his voice, but I think it just sounded like hot. I'm going to guess it sounded, yeah, confident. (laughs) playful and hot good for jackie that's, I, I pulled those out of my ass that's something to do in delaware you know that's yeah. that's an activity a pandemic activity in delaware <laughs> really is we're just exercising all of our new skills trying to figure out if the people on the other side of the phone are hot trying to figure do you, out speaking of pandemic do you ever look at the health app on your app on your iphone uh yeah and- when i'm feeling sadistic sure it uh, it keeps track of your steps. Yes. I never look. I didn't realize this. I never looked at it until recently. And this also came up on my show. And I looked and it's like, I'm averaging, I don't know, 500 something steps a day. Like it is, I, I do not move. Well, then today I decided though, like, wait a minute though. How many times am I walking around the house, which is not that big without my phone though. So maybe it's truly a few more. And then I was reading about, you know, really how many is, 10,000 steps, et cetera, because went to Desconso Gardens um, the other night and like did, you know, walked it twice. And, and I was like, well, that's gotta be some steps. And it was only 3000 or some steps. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It's wild. So anyway, I read something said, you know, sedentary people may only take between a thousand and 3000 steps. I'm like, I'm below what the internet is saying is sedentary stepwise. Now I do ride an exercise bike, but still, I think the steps thing is a problem Yeah, that I blame on the pandemic. Uh, I definitely blame it on the pandemic. I also, like you, lived in New York, moved to Los Angeles in January 2020 before oh, the fresh. pandemic. Oh, my God. Very weird. Okay, right before. Yeah, right before. Yeah. Uh, end of January, too. It was more like February 2020. Um, so I went from walking like five or six miles a day without thinking about it just to live my yes. life to really not walking at all. I mean, like 500 is like a good day unless I'm I mean, I'm going from car to ha- like where where am I walking? Where am I going? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you have you need to live in like a some kind of four story walk up that doesn't doesn't exist in right. L.A. Yeah. And I think I miss that the most. Um during the pandemic was just the, the idea of like walking for like great lengths of time, but not having it be hiking. And that's difficult to do yes. in Los Angeles. There's really nowhere mm-hmm. to walk that isn't a hike. And I don't want to go for a hike. I don't think I've ever gone on a hike, uh, at least not as an adult. How and I'm unclear long have you lived that- here? So I grew up in, I was born in Northern California, grew up in Orange County. Okay. Um, went to college in Claremont, came back, lived in Costa Mesa, then lived in New York and then came back. And I've been in LA. I came back in 2010. So, oh my God. You've lived here for 11 years and you've never been on a hike. I find that inspiring to me because I never want to go on a hike. I'll be your hero. Thank you. Um, I'm un- <clears throat> Look, is a hike just a walk, but there's leaves under your feet? Like what happens on a hike? Well, 
I can't believe I have to tell you, someone who's lived in LA for 11 years, this. A hike is when you go walk on the trail and you go up and and you're wearing like a like a matching suit spandex and like mm-hmm. and you take an Instagram and then and it's like hot but you have sunscreen on and it's like dusty but like there's nothing you can do about it and you're just hiking you just walk up you walk up the hill or the mountain and then you walk back down are there great views is that the appeal I mean you could see the same views from your car if you drive up I mean it just seems like it seems like fancy uncomfortable walking well yeah and it's harder because you're walking up hill right so that's why I liked New York was because I could walk for a really long time but just flat and it didn't have to be so it didn't have to be so serious you know you could just walk and also there was always you were always somewhere in New York whereas you're like okay Mm -hmm. in LA I mean there really is no like I'm going for a walk in the city of Los Angeles because it's not really a city um but at least in New York you're like oh I'm Oh, now I'm in this neighborhood. Like, oh, I know this store. Like, now I'm here. My friend lives here. This is a bar. And in L.A., it's like, okay, so we just drive to this place and we hike. Mm -hmm. I just don't. sounds stupid. It sounds stupid. It sounds like a waste (laughs) of time. It sounds stupid. (laughs) I don't want to do it. My husband's a big hiker. He loves it. He takes the dog, which is great. But I'm like, okay, so you. And he's like, I went to this hike today. And I'm like, okay, is that different from the other hike? He's like, yeah, obviously. I'm like, okay. Well, it doesn't seem fun either way. I don't like being hot. Like, I don't like being, no. like, overheated. Me neither. I don't want to get dusty. You know, you know what? I've been to the L.A. Zoo, and that feels like a hike. Like, Have just the there? zoo in Griffith, in Griffith Park? Yeah. It's hot, and it's mostly uphill. So, therefore, yeah, that's I, a hike. I have to that's a hike. Yeah. I, I don't want to hike. And I really thought, oh, when I get to L.A., I'll walk even more in LA because I'll just always be hiking. And I think some people are always hiking, mm-hmm. but not me. And ABH. Always, always be, be hiking. hiking. I don't want to. <laughs> NBH. Never be hiking. I don't want to do it. And I don't think I ever will. But it really went from an average of 7,000 to 9,000 steps a day. Not even counting. I was just aware that it was always counting on my phone living in a fourth floor walk up, going up and down a number of times to truly the pandemic plus living in a city where you don't walk that much to like an yeah. absolute plummet of movement. Uh, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm realizing. I don't think I it, it hadn't, uh, I didn't see it in such stark relief and read that thing about like sedentary people may only move. And I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm sub sedentary. So I got to do something. To up my steps. What are you into? Well, I don't even think about it as steps. I would just think about it as like, you know, movement. not set into. Yeah, movement. Like you said you had yeah. an exercise bike. I do too. Do you have a Peloton? Right. No. Well, so I have just a Schwinn mm-hmm. exercise bike that I like and I do it every day. Um, my husband bought, we have two exercise bikes in our bedroom. It is ridiculous. It's not the Peloton. It's a. Sh- it's also a Schwinn. It's like the one that if if you don't want to pay for the Peloton, you can get this yeah. one instead. And yeah, it yeah, yeah. Works with everything. Oh, we are very familiar with that. Okay, yeah. So he has that one. Um, which, by the way, he he just now what he's doing for exercise is just jogging outside. And I'm like, then why did we buy this? Then why do we have two bikes in the bedroom? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? That's okay. He gave it a go. And I I keep thinking to myself, maybe I'll try that one. It looks way more uncomfortable. (laughs) I don't know. Just to switch things up. I mean, just to spice it up. Yeah. He's like, why don't you come jogging with me? No. Now you can imagine my feelings about jogging, given my feelings about hiking, but also, and I don't say this, as a badge of honor or anything, but I've had two children. Mm-hmm. So I can't even do jumping jacks without urine leaking out of me. Mm-hmm. So I'm afraid if I were to jog, it'd be like a real disaster. Let me tell you something. I haven't had any children and I sneeze. I pee every time I sneeze. And is it just an age thing? And I know we're both super young. I mean, I think you're especially young. I think I'm not like that young. I mean, well, I mean, I'm 34 if you think that's young or not. But I think it's just like some people have a weak pelvic floor. And it is Mm -hmm. often made weaker via childbirth. 
But yes. I was born with this baby. And every time I sneeze, I pee my pants. Like every time. Every single time. So I imagine that running would just add to that. So I think for the sake of my health, I can't run. I'm actually not allowed to run. I'm not it allowed to be run. Un, it would be unhealthy. Given that you value health, you can't run. It as would be a, unhealthy yeah, for you to run. As a healthy person, <laughs> I'm actually forbidden from running and hiking uh yeah. I, I'm allowed I am allowed to walk around my house and that's really it and uh and because of that I take this very seriously so so that's it I think I'm gonna start walking around my neighbor like you I really like walking around stuff that's going like not just walking around houses that's mm-hmm. fine but mm-hmm. it's it's not like I loved walking around New York as well I miss it a lot so um and when it, my husband and I used to go on long walks not hikes just walks mm-hmm. and I would always want to like let's walk by shops and restaurants and right. things like that like commerce yeah let's walk by commerce let's yeah I just like seeing things mm-hmm. you see the you see a view you see a view yeah it's there Great. Great view. And then you have to yeah. look at it for like the next hour while you're walking uphill. It's not right. It's not right. right. No. <laughs> it's just not right. I don't know. I just this like. Is, I, feel in, I feel inspired by this conversation. I, I'm glad. I really honestly look around and I'm like, you guys like this? Like, are you into this? No. Yeah. I bet you're not. And then also in LA, you just, the only thing to see on a hike is like an influencer who's like standing there mm. like filming like a workout with like the view behind them or like wearing an all white matching sports bra and spandex that are somehow like not dusty, even though we are on a dusty trail and like looking right. perfect and I'm dying. I don't know. It just, it's like, yeah, bad. it's bad. The sense I get, and it's, it is insane that I've never been to Runyon for people. Who, this is a hyper local reference, but for, it's a it's a very famous canyon in LA. If you want to see the Hollywood sign, if you if yeah. the, you want to see like Lisa Rinna, then yeah, you'd go to Runyon Canyon. The fact that I've never been there is insane. However, I am on social media, and what I've gleaned is that if I go there, I'm just going to feel bad about myself. Right, and that, I'm telling you that's the case, and that's why exactly. I won't. I know yeah. we know better. Again, right. Not only physically healthy are we, mentally healthy. Because we're not going to put right. ourselves in a situation where mm-hmm. we're going to have to hike next to <clears throat> hot teens. I'm not going to hike in a toxic canyon. No. I know. I won't do it. I won't. And that's growth. And I won't do that. <laughs> and I'll never do it. And I'm committing right. to that. And, you know, say Same. what you will. But I, I think we have it actually more figured out than most. Um, I do, too. I think that leaves us with only one uh, solution, which is to become mall walkers. And yes. be- and now I get it. I, I get, I understand why that is a thing. I think in a lot of suburbs, uh, because in the cold months, mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of people like in the boomer crowd, but I'd like to, I'd like to usher the millennials into it just meet at the mall and then they, and they walk around it's warm and it's flat and you look at the commerce. Yeah. Maybe I should start doing that. Maybe it's I'll meet you at the Westfield I... mall and we can just let's, walk. Let's do it. There's yeah. a dog park there. You have a dog, right? I have a dog. Okay. Do. We can bring the dogs and they can run. There's um, a dog park at the mall? At the Westfield mall there is. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really missing out by just being Yeah. Welcome to LA. What? I mean, I really, <laughs> why am I the tour guide here? I mean, truly she's like, I won't go anywhere where you have to walk. I mean, actually a thing I've noticed about Los Angeles is that, uh, if you can't find parking within like two blocks of a thing, people will refuse to try to look for parking on the third block. They will just like yeah. circle the two blocks and be like, sorry, like, I'm going to be an hour late because there's no parking directly in front of this place. And I like refuse to walk four blocks. Yeah. I found myself judgmental and angry at my husband recently because I felt, so we alternate who takes our kids to school. And I found when I go, because usually it's very, there's like right in front of the school, you can park for a short amount of time and just, just like a, just like a drop off zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually all those spots are taken. So I just park 
a few blocks away. <clears throat> and then I walk, you know, with him and I enjoy that time. But I found out my husband refuses to do that. He just circles until he can get one of those spots. Oh, wow. I don't know why I, I was so rageful I mean, about that. I, I, I mean, I'm I imagining your it. husband like opening the car door and like pushing your kid out and like ro- him like rolling like. out to the school. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you not cherishing this sweet walk in? You can hold his hand. You can talk to him. But instead, oh, you have to get the, you know, six <laughs> foot away spot. And then you just jump out and then just get him and blah, blah, blah. You know, that was, that was my feeling about it. He knows nothing about this. I mean, I hope he doesn't listen, but I I hope he does. He's actually one of my biggest listeners. I don't, he is the main supporter of the show. Is he, he's your, your patron. Yeah. He's actually at my house right now. We're about to bring him into the frame and we're going to do some marriage counseling. Yeah. I feel like I would be the person kind of in the middle of that. I would probably double park and piss off some people, but that's also like the New Yorker in me. You know, like, oh, I'm walking here, but I'm driving here and I don't want to walk here. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. I don't know. L.A. is like weird, but I enjoy being in the car sometimes. Uh, we did move here right in the beginning of the pandemic. So traffic is very new to us because for a really long time there was no traffic anywhere. And so we would go and do like Malibu. We'd get to Malibu in like 45 minutes and we live mm-hmm. in the far east side of L.A. And uh now we're like oh we could go back to that place in malibu we went to like a year and a half ago and it's like two and a half hours traffic has really mm, really yeah. come back with a vengeance it's it's here and it's letting you know it's here yeah driving anywhere on a saturday is crazy anywhere and at any time there's like not even like at least in new york you're like there are times where you're not gonna be able to get on the fdr or like and that's your fault you right. know if you try to drive somewhere in new york at like five o'clock you're an idiot so and I take it you had a car in New York? I did have a car in New York, yeah. That's crazy. It is kind of crazy, yeah. But we bought it uh, We bought it as like a, a, a mental health. So I miss New York. I mean, we'll probably go back because it's where our families are. So it just, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll get there. And three months in, we'll be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I hate it here. <laughs> this place fucking smells like dog piss. And our rent is too high and the roof just fell in and we'll be like what about LA what about we liked LA we loved LA and we'll be right back here in like three years um I don't know I miss the food too they're like things that and not even not pizza not bagels even but just like a good sandwich where do you pe- do people eat sandwiches in LA if so where do I buy one I'm dying for a sandwich I mean I think well what kind of sandwich you're talking about because I think by the way I feel like my throat just made like a series of noises that I hope the mic did not pick up. I hope it, it did. did. I hope it did. Did you hear that? I didn't, but I I will when I'm when we're going through it for editing, yeah, I'll make sure we will bring up the them. volume. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not editing. This is real, baby. This is a real this is <laughs> unmasked. I mean, have you tried Mendocino Farms? People seem to like that. I've heard about it, but I don't even know where it is. Well, and I couldn't one... just Google it. I mean, that would, that would be too easy. <laughs> no, you have, to, you have to exchange an egg to find exactly. out. Exactly. Like um, I think there's one. So I'm in Burbank and there's one fairly close. So maybe Studio City or Toluca Lake. They have various locations. I'm looking right That's now. That's a sandwich that people enjoy. But okay. if you're, are you talking about like a bodega sandwich, like that kind of situation? I mean, that's sort of what I'm into. Like when I went home, all I wanted Try was Ralph's. A... The fuck is Ralph's? Did you say where the fuck is Ralph? I said what the fuck is it? But I'll Oh my god. I got okay. both of those questions answered. This is uh Wait, the supermarket? Like, yes, they have a deli counter. Okay. I think you get something okay. similar to a bodega sandwich. This is literally like going to UMass Amherst for college. Bad experience. And and being like, where is a deli? And they were like at the grocery I'm so sad that you just told me to go to the grocery store for a sandwich. I'm sorry. I'm so sad. I'm sorry. It was, what, what the so fuck well are you thinking? Us. What are you thinking? <laughs> I just, it's surprising because you wouldn't think Ralph's would have a good sandwich. I just think they do. Okay. I mean, I'll, That's I'll my, try it. I'm not, my bar for a sandwich is not that high. I just really miss it being like 2 a.m. and going into a bodega and being like, I want a sandwich. And someone being like, yeah, that's what we do at 2 a.m. Here's a sandwich. <gasps> 
That's why. That's why because you're because you're you're wanting bodega sandwich. I'm thinking Ralph's Deli. Okay. Might be able to hook you up with something similar. Okay. I I mean I sense you getting a little defensive here. I just don't want you to feel <laughs> defensive at all. I want you to feel safe. This is safe for you. I'm just surprised. It's very. It just sort of confirms my thoughts about sandwiches in LA which is that you were like you should try the grocery store because I'm down with a grocery store sandwich but it just proves like there is no right like place to get the food of my of of my favorite food which is a sandwich right I know but also check out Mendocino Farms I will because they're there it's something it's they have more specialized sandwiches okay than uh than Ralph's. Equal opportunity employer here. I will eat a sandwich from anywhere. I just, you know, I love a sandwich. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I miss, I don't know. I think what I miss is not necessarily the food, but I miss 24-7 food. I like knowing mm-hmm. that if I wanted to wake up at 4 a.m. and have Chinese food, it would be available to me. Yeah. And I wouldn't even yes. have to, I wouldn't even just have one option. I could go to a, n- a number of places. Although I remember when I moved to New York, excuse me, it was late at night and I needed like a hardware store or something Mm. and there were none that were open. I was like, I thought this city never sleeps. What is happening? Yeah, it does. It does. It does great on you a little bit when like Target closes, you know, (laughs) you're like, what the fuck? I saved all of my errands for 1 a.m. And now you're telling me you're closed? (laughs) Like really? Right. Also, like this who? is not a me problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This isn't. This I might be the only one here banging on the door. <laughs> but I'm. I. I. If you were open, I assume many people would be here at one a.m. I think it should be open at one a.m. But that is also, I think, chain wide, nationwide, twenty four seven targets. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah. For me. Anyway, the old L.A. versus New York, you know, conversation. I. I think we can agree that both places are pretty bad. And uh, but one doesn't have hiking. And this week I am into a place that doesn't have hiking. Yeah. 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 And I'm hiking. I'm sick of East Coast pumpkin picking, apple picking pictures. It makes me jealous. I feel inferior. It's I'm getting upset looking at it. It's still like very hot here. We tried to go to just a crappy local pumpkin patch yesterday. Yeah. And we got there. Like the kind with really depressed, a uh, really depressed animals in a petting zoo. Yeah, and unethical. There's a lot of hay and yeah. You sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and we got there, and the line was so long. We turned around. It was crazy. Yeah. People are. There's an. It's it's impossible to get into a shitty pumpkin patch right now. Yeah. The only pumpkin patches I have seen, in like the four blocks that I drive around in Los Angeles, are like in parking lots. It was next to a mall. Yeah, of course it was. In a was. parking lot of next course. to a mall, yeah. And uh, there was like a very unsafe looking bouncy castle with yeah. a slide thing. Which if I were a parent, I would still let my kids go in it. I mean, I'm like, It'll, it's probably fine. Right? Do you let your kids go in it or not? Mm, oh, are you one of those parents um, who like cares about the well-being of their children? Okay, interesting. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> it depends. Okay. It depends how dangerous it looks. Okay. I don't want to prevent them from, you know, living their life and breaking their bones as is a rite of passage. But mm-hmm. sometimes I will say that freaks me out. Yeah. I mean, well, that's also your health insurance. So it's sort of like you have to figure out like what the bills, you know, right. the YOLO life or, you know, a safer route. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could talk about the Christmas tree farm in the Target parking lot for days. That is the only time I don't like Target. I, I find it to be like it's like super, super depressing to me. Um. But instead, I will ask you, Allison Rosen, my new best friend, yes. what did you bring to G Thanks Just Bought It? What product? I know you hemmed and hawed. I know you couldn't. Oh, my God. I know how much so you much hemmed hemming, and you hawed. So much hawing. Yeah. It, in fact, you mentioned Christmas trees, and I was thinking, like, why haven't I been to a Christmas tree farm? And it's because we bought a, a really nice fake tree. And I didn't – I have judgments about fake trees. I didn't want to be a fake tree person, but – Having a dog and little kids who might just like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. it just, you know what, this is not my thing though. But now 
this speaks to the hemming and hawing that I'm like, I should have, I should have brought my tree. Here's the thing but though. Instead I brought some, But let's yeah. do both. I, I know what okay. you're going to talk about and I want you to talk about it, but you have already brought the, up the tree and twice now in the G thanks Facebook group, has there been an entirely, uh, detailed and dedicated thread to balsam Hills. That's person. what our tree is. And that's what I want to know about. I'm also a fake tree person because one year I bought a real tree and it died and it like was like a hazard and I had to put it out on the curb on December 17th. And you don't, you don't just get over that, you know, and mm-hmm. I never wanted to do that again. So I bought a fake that, tree. That was our last real tree. It was like, this is like some kind of acupuncture torture like it's like um whoever isn't okay i don't watch scary movies because i'm too much of a wimp but mm-hmm. the guy who is the guy's name saw oh i mean you're asking the wrong i assume no jigsaw, it's not i think jigsaw yeah it's jigsaw it's jigsaw it's like, like if like if a serial killer administered act all i'm trying to say is is all, there a like, mrs saw uh yeah no i understand <laughs> Yes, just all the needles poking us, trying to get that tree down a flight of stairs and onto the curb. So anyway. It changes things when you're the parent. Like when I was a kid, I loved a real tree, but I also had no responsibility to it. I didn't have to water it. I didn't have to make sure there was like it wasn't going to be an electrical fire. I didn't have to clean up after it. And and yeah, the dog and the whole thing. And yeah, a fake tree is just where it's at. Right. So we actually have two Balsam Hill trees oh my because we bought, I know we're crazy. Um, <laughs> first we bought like a four foot one that we put up on. So we have a table and then we take um, like a, a Christmassy looking big piece of fabric and cover it and then put the tree up. And that was when we didn't want um, a little kid to have like to pull down ornaments and things like that. Sure. So we set up that one and then we were like, I think we're ready to get a taller tree. So now we also have, I think a six foot balsam hill tree mm. and i forget specifically which because you know they have like a thousand different models i don't know if you know they have a lot i of do know i don't but i don't understand you know i don't know if i appreciate all that yeah i don't know what you choose i say just look at the catalog and look at one that looks that appeals to your eye okay because they have ones that approximate all different kinds of trees so we have pretty basic i want to say it's like a Vermont fur, maybe it's, and then you can choose the lights that you have on it. Our four foot one, I like the balsam hill trees a lot, but our four foot one, the lights stopped working on. So now we put lights on those, okay. um, but we chose the, it comes with like a, if you choose the one that has a little, it has a nice little remote control and then you can put it on like just clear lights or just um, multicolored lights or both, which I like, cause that is just a lot of I mean, that tree looks like it's a flame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And that's fine. You might as well commit to the whole thing. Yeah, I get it. I like that. Um, They do have some fancy trees where, like, you just turn it over or something and it, like, unfurls. Um, I love that. But the ones we have are not like that. I think that's a more new fake tree technology. The ones we have, you have to shape. And, in fact, there's an insert – I'll explain that. There's an insert that comes with the tree that's, like, telling you how to set up your tree. And it's, like, invite your friends over for a tree shaping party. And, like, that – no one is going to fall for that. But, anyway, you kind of have to <laughs> – sort of the 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 stem, the whatever, tree fronds, whatever. I'm blanking on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word. branches. The branches. That's what I'm going for. They're kind of pliable. So you have to like pull them out and then sort And it's of... like an art form because you're like, well, we got to make this real. Yeah. It's like this one's sticking out over here and this one's sticking out right. over there. Right. I want I just have to tell you that when I got married, I did one DIY project. I made pom-poms and they hung in um, like a, you know, a long string with pom-poms on it. I don't know what I'm saying. It, you know... You don't know. I don't know. It's like a lo- it was like a long thing of pom poms. I can imagine it though. Yeah, hanging yeah. down and like green. Like a stuff. streamer. A streamer. Yeah, but I made all the pom poms myself, and I would literally invite people over. I'm like, oh, come over for dinner. Like, we'll get pizza. Like, whatever. And then when they were, I'm like, actually, uh, now that you're here, do you want to <laughs> help me with? And so, uh, what was nice is that I didn't make anybody do. I didn't make the only thing I had people do for my wedding was come to the wedding. I didn't have a bachelorette party. I didn't have. Um, a bridal shower, uh, just with my family. I didn't have, uh, any of the pomp and circumstance. And so for that, I forced my friends to come over and I tricked them into doing crafts. So I feel like I, 
I feel like people could get away with being like, come on over and we'll play with the branches as yeah. like a, we're putting up the tree and, you right. know, and maybe people will imagine, well, whatever that means to me. And, and maybe that's like, oh, we got the tree and it's already up and we're putting ornaments on it. But what I mean is we're coming, you're coming over and we're like doing the like twisting of the tree. Yeah. I feel like right. I've ruined my chance of doing that because of the pom-poms and it ha- wasn't that long ago. So people remember that I tricked them into doing that. So I probably couldn't trick them with the tree. But I think if you wanted to get a tree and you needed people's help, you could definitely trick probably them. Make it a tree trimming party. Yeah. And then when they get there, be like, oh, Okay, so before we actually trim the tree, we have to right. shape the tree. It's only going to take, you know, five to six hours. I'm exaggerating. It does, if you want it to look nice, though, it, it takes does a bit. take some time. Yeah, it and just tell time. people, like, oh, like, what did you think tree trimming meant? Like, you're an idiot because that's not what it means. And then you make them feel bad and then give them a job. So, yeah. great. Well, so we now have the two trees, which is pretty fun because my kids love Christmas and I love Christmas. And so we can set them up in different rooms. Um, and the big tree, we just put non-breakable ornaments on. And the little one, that's where our breakable ornaments go because then the kids can't. Actually, now they could, but they, they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, hopefully. But <laughs> or mean mommy is going to come out. And- <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. These trees are expensive, though. They are. They're expensive. But if you, th- you know, really they pay for themselves in, I don't know, between four, four and six years if you think about how much you normally spend on a tree. Yeah. I mean, it's an investment. Um, yes. I just, I guess I wonder, because we do have a fake tree and it's a fake tree I bought, you know, off of, I, th- I think actually from, uh, not Amazon, uh, Home Depot. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine is there something about a balsam hill you know here's the thing it's a thing that you you bring out and you use for max max like five weeks out of the year min right two and a half depending on what kind of family you are um is there something about having a balsam hill that is like once you do this tree you never return to any other kind of fake tree is it easy to store like like what makes Once it I what makes it balsam. so expensive? Yeah, like what? Right, exactly. <laughs> what what? Why is it so expensive? Is there something that like I am not getting from my Home Depot tree? It I really rem- looks- remind yourself. I can be convinced pretty easily. So, give me your pitch. Well, let me ask you: Your Home Depot tree does it look real when you're right up next to it? No, I mean it looks like a fake tree. I don't know that I've so- ever gone to the point where I'm like, I really want you guys to think this is real. Yes. And I don't know how a balsam tree hill <clears throat> looks real. You can, you can be right next to it. And it, like I said, the catalog, it's, it's pretty thick and they have, I think they even give a percentage of how real it looks. So they have more inexpensive ones where when you're up close, it doesn't look real versus like the more expensive ones where it looks, it, I mean, it really approximates a real tree. And it lasts for a long time, minus the electrical issue, which I mentioned on the little one. Um, I th- And I think, yeah. So, and you just know, you know, hey, we've gone straight to the top of fake trees. All that being said, my mom finally got a fake tree because she also was tired of dealing with the real tree issues. And she got this very tall fake tree that came strung with lights from Costco and it's really pretty. Uh, it definitely looks fake, but it still does everything you want out of a fake tree. So I think you can go either way. But if you want top quality, if you want it to look real, if you want it to last, if you want decent customer service, I think Balsam Hill is um, is good. My parents got a Costco tree as well. Um, and theirs has uh, fake snow on it, which I think is an interesting choice for an, in- for oh. an indoor tree. Um because my mom's does it might it might be flocked yeah uh, mine has theirs has snow and what's so funny is my mom's always like it looks real right and i'm like it does look real but it is also in the house and <laughs> right. i know i know it didn't snow in here so there is a hint you know if you're paying really close attention you know yeah. that tree's not real um i'm actually looking at the balsam hill uh site right now and there is a big sale as i'm sure i'm sure actually the best time to get a tree would be like end of january or like january yeah yeah just like a clearance or whatever um the thing that i worry about is storage 
because I assume that having a, a balsam hill tree um, and spending this much money, you are also committing to a storage process uh, that will preserve the lifespan of this fake tree. And right now so, I just throw the Home Depot on literally in my backyard. Like I take it apart and it like leans up against a wall for the majority of the year. I don't think I don't have room for a, a storage. Right. It comes in like a balsam hill duffel bag. Love that. And you just fold it down and then break it into like it little however many segments and but it is and then it just sits in our garage. Mm. But it does take up space. Not tree size space, but you know. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's a that would be an issue for me. I think I'm like very like in I'm enticed and I want to get one because you're right. It's like an investment and then you just have it for the rest of, I mean, how many more Christmases am I going to live through a thousand, you know, and then I'll have it for all those. And, but then I'm like, where am I going to put it? And I know myself, like I'll do something that like, isn't, isn't for the sake of space Mm -hmm. and it'll get fucked up and it'll have been, I don't know. I'm just jealous of people of basements, you know, and like yeah. storage. Like, damn. Right. I mean, you're out yeah, here with have... two bikes in your bedroom. That's crazy to me. You have a lot of space. It is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> just like hiking. Just like <laughs> hiking. I know. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. All right. Well, this has given me a lot to think about, and I'm excited because this is a very this is a big talking point in the Facebook group for this podcast. Um, well, maybe I can, and then if I if I can figure out specifically which trees we have, I'll send that information over to you. I'd love to know that you know they go from five feet to twelve feet. How fun! I, I swear we have a four foot one. Did I make that up? Oh, you might have. Yeah, I'm no. I'm sure you didn't. Wait, actually, maybe okay. you did. Uh, I'm not going to try to make you feel better here. Let's see if you're lying to us. Hold on a second. Hold <laughs> on a second. I swear we have a four foot tree. <laughs> uh, let's see height under six feet. Uh, okay, so there are some. I'm sure there's a four foot tree. Why wouldn't there be four feet's like? I might pretty tall. I might be wrong. There's a four and a half. There's a few four and a half foots. That, seems, that must be what it is. Yeah, it seems like that's the, so you were kind of lying to us. Okay, I'll let I'll let that I'll let that slide. Uh, there are so many sales right now. Get on it, people. I mean, really, buy your tree. It's I like how they're like this one's the most realistic looking. Yes. See, and it's like ninety eight percent accu something or other. Yeah, I like. like who's doing them. this testing? You know. I'm, <laughs> Santa himself. Right. I want that job. But I guess, you know, there's really only one man for the job. Um, (laughs) Okay. So to move away from Christmas, what is the item you hemmed, hawed, and officially brought, not Christmas related, to the podcast? The only reason I hemmed and hawed, it's not about my feelings about the product. It's that I suspected someone had already brought this to your show, but they haven't. Mm -hmm. It is Thrive Cosmetics liquid lash extensions. This is my favorite mascara these days. Uh, I, I get it in it, but it's frustrating because they have cute names for the colors. So I get it in Brin, which is a rich black. I wish they just called it black. Um, but I wore definite Lancome Definicil's mascara exclusively for, I don't know, like, ever since I started wearing mascara until maybe last year when I started wearing Thrive Cosmetics. So that's how loyal I was to a certain mascara. Mm. Um, so in the world of Alison Rosen, it is a big deal that I switched. This Thrive Cosmetics mascara is a tubing mascara. Um, what is so a tubing mascara? It like forms little, it coats the lashes and forms little tubes around them. And when you remove it, instead of 
like melting into just a black sludge, it comes off in like little clumps, little clumps of That is not almost. what I thought the answer was. So that's- Am I wrong? No, 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 no. You're right. Wrong. I don't know. And okay. I really just imagine it like it comes in this tube and you oh. like- Wow. That no, you're a hundred percent right. I'm like, I think it, this is what I've been imagining all these years. It forms little tubes around each lash. Oh, I love that. So, and it, remo- it says that you can remove it with just water. I have not done that because I have other makeup that I'm removing, but it comes off. It's so much easier to remove than my previous mascaras. Um, but I have not had any problem with it. Like running or anything like I think another thing about tubing mascara is that it doesn't run because okay. it doesn't ever turn back into liquid does it do you do you use like a primer or yes. any oh you do is that do. the name of the game because I really rarely wear mascara because it ends up all over my face very oh, quickly you should try this one okay. uh, you know I use Lancome I forget what it's called it comes in a white tube to use that word 500 times and it, I think it's like stills which is the French word for uh, eyelashes, I think. And I'm sure they pronounce it differently. Um, some I forget the specific name. Yeah, I put that on first. But I have been wondering what how this would work if I didn't put that on. And I have a feeling it would be just as good. I put a lot of coats of mascara. Um, so I just kind of like keep, keep putting it on until okay. I feel like I've achieved maximum eyelashes. I do find as well, I think part of my switching and loving this one is because I'm doing so many zooms. Mm. Definicils like really defines, it gives like a sort of, it's like a delicate, but very defined look that I liked back in, back in the day. Whereas yeah. now I just want like extreme, uh, you know, I want volume. You want to look and, awake. You want to look awake on the yes. camera. Yeah, no, no, I get, I mean, that's, I that's to, huge. To say I'm intrigued with what you're saying. Yeah, like I'm paying attention and this yes. could not be more interesting. Yes, I, I, I get that. Statement. Yeah, I, I love, I don't wear a ton of mascara because the taking, either it's impossible to take off and days later I'm still finding some, you know, under my eyes or whatever, or it is, it comes off right away. I've never been able to find a a happy medium. Um, you you have got to try this one because, like I said, I've never tried to remove it exclusively with just water. But sometimes, if after I take all my makeup off, I feel like there's still some on, I will just like gently sort of you know rub my eyelashes with water, and it does come off. Okay, okay. And then there's little black chunks in my sink. That's... But it's better than having liquid black stuff. Well, right. I mean, that's... I mean, now I'm so intrigued by tubing. I was just like, oh, it's either in a tube or it's in a... What else did I think mascara came in? I don't know. But again, these are the things that I'm like, I will have this... I could not possibly Google it. I'm just like, this will just be an unanswered question forever. Right. Like, forever. I'm like, what's tubing mascara? But I couldn't be bothered to look it up. Um, so this is very eye-opening. Hey, that's not your job. Your job doesn't involve That's not my job. Yeah, Yeah, but not really, you know, but like, I'm, you know, no, it's not my job. It's not my job to hike and it's not my job to Google. I'm just watching Law and Order. And now I'm going to, I'm looking at Christmas trees online. Okay. How much does this mascara cost? Because I feel like it's expensive. It's $24. That's Do you not think that's expensive? (sighs) Yeah. I do compare to a drugstore mascara. However, I feel like while I was looking the other way, <laughs> uh, department store mascaras just started increasing their prices because I can remember when the aforementioned Definite Sills was under 20. And I feel mm. like now it's like, I'm pulling this out of my ass again, but I feel like it's like $25, even though I, I it should be 19. Those prices keep going up. Yes. Those exactly. prices keep going up. I mean, look, Gas is like over five dollars. So of course, mascara is over twenty. Yeah, um, I will say it seems to last a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't have a peer-reviewed study, mm-hmm. but you can see it's a kind of a big tube, and it does seem to last a while. And sometimes they have sales. I think. Okay. I don't really, it's not even, the thing about a, a a product like this is if it saves me from buying four $8 mascaras that I hate, yes. I'm fine with that. But I need to know what primer to use because I think that might be the missing link for me all along. 
I mean, maybe, but like I said, I feel like I could get away without it, but I'm going to look up. Um, okay. Look here. You've got me Googling. Oh um, God. I'm so sorry. Yeah. This is the, this is the trick. I don't have to do it. Now I have you doing it. You work for me now. That's right. I am an employee. I You're don't, an employee. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, Sills. Okay. Sills Booster XL, I believe is what it is called. Sills Booster XL. Okay. And yeah, Sills Booster. And by the way, do you speak French? <laughs> Fluently. No, not at all. Not at all. Because I feel like someone who does is, is, and I did study it, but it's just like the way I'm saying Sills is probably killing them. Yeah. But uh, it's probably like, uh, Sills <laughs> <laughs> Booster XL Enhancing Lash Primer. Okay. Seal. 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 I don't know. I forget. Okay. Well, wee oui, wee. Oui, you know? Chic c'est la vie. That's the only thing I know. That's Count Countess Luann's song. Oh, yeah. And she's like singing. I don't know what she's even singing about, but I love that song and I'm a fan. Okay. I will try it. Um, sometimes I put on, I use uh, for like a big event of which I have not gone to many in a while, obviously, but I have actually a black tie. After, I will have already come back from it when this episode airs. But at the time of recording, I have a black tie wedding coming up this Saturday. Oh my and gosh. I was, I know, in Florida. Oh, wow. I know. I know. It's crazy. There's so much going on There's there. There's like so much going on there. And like, but I'm, these are my friends who, who were supposed to get married on like March 18th, 2020. So like it's, mm-hmm. so it's been a while and they were already, yeah. they were already there for their wedding. Like when the whole week of COVID, I just can't even imagine the oh, hell wow. I would have been in if that had been me. So we're going and I'm thinking I'm, have you ever tried Glamnetics? Yes. Yes. I like them too. I think I'm going to do my Glamnetics for the wedding just because it always like pops in. Like there is just, you wear drag queen lashes. You're going to, it's going to pop in a picture. Yeah. Um, And yes. Glamnetics is a magnet it's it comes with a magnetic eyeliner and then the the eyelash just sticks to them but now i'm thinking do i just buy the thrive cosmetics mascara do i have to get it online or can i get it somewhere in a store you know i don't know can you google that for me oh yes let me see i wonder if (laughs) i wonder if like ulta sells it well that's and then i think they do i don't know that they do but also now ulta is in target which is like a gateway drug you know, uh, so I could do that, but I'm thinking like maybe, maybe, you know, this is the time to test it out. Maybe I will say if you want, I mean, it's going to look good, but it's not going to look the same as big false eyelashes. Okay. The glamnetic ones are going to definitely give you like more of a, um, but it will look good. Wait, what? But it will look good. It will. Both are going to look good. Okay. Yeah. Both will look good. Maybe what I should do is do one Glamnetic, one Thrive, and then I can walk around the wedding and put more of attention on me and ask people what they think and do like quizzes. Yes. You know? Pull focus. Pull focus. Uh, brides love that. Brides do love that. She's actually uh, newly pregnant and showing in her dress, and this is how everyone's going to find out she's pregnant. Oh, that's exciting. She's that's pregnant. fun. <laughs> yeah. She's like, <laughs> they're like so over this. They're like, just, they've also been legally married for like four years and they're just like having their, it's just the whole thing. Um, but I'll, I'll pull focus, you know? Okay. I have some info for you. Please, boss. please, 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 Ulta's, please. <laughs> I, I typed Thrive Cosmetics into Ulta and they said, sorry, but right now we don't carry what you're looking for. doesn't seem like they're that sorry, but okay. Okay. It's, feels in, insincere yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Empty apologies. I think you do have to get it online. Yeah. Okay, I will I will try to see. If I can order it now, today is Monday. If it could be here by Friday, I can make it work. Keep me posted. I'm going to try it. Yeah, do it. I'm going to live a little. Live a little. And I'm going to try the primer too. I know that you say I probably won't need it, but I just, history shows, you know, history shows that I do. I like to put the primer on and then let it dry before Mm. putting the mascara on. And I don't know. I'm unclear what you're really supposed to do. Like whether you're supposed to let it dry or put it all on when it's all kind of a Mm -hmm. little bit moist. I don't know. I would say experiment with experiment with these. Every time I put on makeup, I feel like I am cosplaying as someone who puts on makeup. (laughs) You know, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And then you take the beauty. Once, once I saw how you're really supposed to use a beauty blender, like a beauty sponge. And I was like, Huh. Okay. Are you talking about wetting it? Yeah, like wetting it and then doing like I don't a bounce. No, yeah, I don't wet I don't it either. Really I just that. smear it all over my face. Yeah. I, when I I don't like the effect I get when I wet it. 
that's a that's a cooler way of saying that you were doing it wrong the entire time because <laughs> I'm like, you're like I don't you know I don't love the aesthetic of the wet <laughs> of the wet beauty blender and I'm like I just didn't you know why again why would I google instructions why would I ask Same. I just assume I went to college I know how to use this but you're yeah. supposed to what you're supposed to totally wet it and then just you bounce wet it, it on your you, face you you wring it out and then you yeah use that to blend the makeup for like an airbrushed finish or something weird and I I'm actually just going for like smeared eighth grade face you know I'm just going for someone who just doesn't know how to put on makeup I think by not wetting it we're we could just be using any old sponge like we're not Mm. getting the special beauty blender of it all Mm. effect okay I guess I don't know and that's what we paid for right I mean and that's and that's the marketing I fell for and yet didn't care enough to actually figure out how to I thought this I thought what was so special about it was the shape me too but I guess it's more than that it's the texture I don't know those waters run deeper I know what else have they what else haven't we like googled in a while right well this has been pun intended eye-opening and I'm Mm. really excited to try it and I'm excited to give you a review because this could either change my life or not and, you know, well, I could say that about everything, but truly this could either change my life or not. Yeah. Or it could ruin your life. Or yeah, it could be both. And <laughs> stakes are so high. I don't even know which one I'm looking for. Both seem interesting. You know, both seem interesting right now. And I'm excited about the Balsam uh, Hill Christmas tree. Me too. Good for you. Will you take pictures when they're up and show yes. them to us? Okay. Absolutely. And before we go, my last question for you is when do you put your Christmas trees up? I, if it were up to me, they would be, uh, I would put them up now. Yeah. But I think like my husband does the heavy lifting. He's the one who jogs and stuff. Yeah. 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 And like literally the heavy lifting of these trees. So I imagine we will put them up maybe like, are we going to wait till after Thanksgiving? I don't want to. So I'm going to say like, I don't know, maybe like mid November. I Love that. First of all, I love that. Mine would also be up now. Uh, November 1st is when I put out the one that I put on my deck, uh, Mm -hmm. like an outdoor tree. Um, But I really like that. When you were growing up, when did your parents put up the tree? I don't feel like I don't really have a, I didn't have such a sense of time then that I, (laughs) (laughs) you know, probably maybe like early December. Yeah. My family was very much a mid December family Uh and still is like, I will, maybe we were mid December. Actually. I talked to my mom. I talked to my mom in like the middle of December, like December 11th. She's like, Oh, we're going to get the tree this weekend. I'm like on December 16th. Don't you want to enjoy it? I'm very much like Thanksgiving. My mom is too. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. And I, I think, you know, the more happiness, the better. So I appreciate that you, uh, are feeling Early safe to tell yeah. to tell us that mid-November your tree is going out because I believe mine will too and uh, I've already started lighting the uh the balsam tree candles yes um, those have been going for a while forget Halloween let's move right into November and December for me yeah I need to get some Christmassy smelling candles I've got a couple that are like vaguely Christmassy but they're not they're not, they don't jump out at you as Christmas. Would you like a I recommendation? Just, yes, please. Okay. Times, T-H-Y-M-E-S, uh-huh. Fraser Fur, is Ooh. the best pine smell. Okay. Uh, especially as a compliment to your fake tree, it will sort of, I think, marry the, the two, the scent with the look quite well. Thank you. Um, Great. Nest candles, birch wood is a for me a close second in the pine or sorry I think it's either pine or birchwood pine a close second for me in the pine department nest holiday candle is it it's like cinnamony citrusy uh vanilla-y just kind of like a nice cidery smell that sounds good but times is the one that like if you love the smell of a Christmas tree that's where to go I'm gonna Um, buy that as soon as we Stop talking to each other. You definitely should. Like right now. You de- like, just do it. Na- like, hang up now. And then if you're looking, because, okay, so I didn't, actually, do you have a minute? Can I tell you a story? Yes. Yeah. So uh, a listener 
um, of the podcast messaged me once and she was, cause I had been talking about a very deranged Facebook group that I'm in. Cause I, one of my favorite things to do is join Facebook groups and then just watch what happens mm-hmm. live. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love drama and you can get so much of it in Facebook groups. So a friend of mine, um, or no, sorry, a listener, now a friend of mine was like, Oh, if you're not in this group, like bleep, like, I don't want to like shout it out, but I'll say it to mm-hmm. you. Uh, you have to join. And basically the group is um, all about Bath and Body Works candles. <laughs> and it is wonderful. And the women in it are crazy for candles. And I was in there as a uh, observer. And then before I knew it, there were Bath and Body Works boxes showing up to my house. I was like buying Bath and Body Works candles. Oh, they turned you. They had some. <laughs> they do. Right. They do. I was just I was influenced. I was like, wow, that's a really good sale. So they'll have these big like buy to get to sales on their big candles and I find that if you're if you don't want to burn the fancy expensive candle right and times is probably like in the $40 to $60 range and sometimes you feel like we got to save that for like yeah the big show right Bath and Body Works has a fresh balsam candle Ooh, I'm gonna write that down that is $25 not on sale but just wait for a sale they come every week um that I am... Bath and Body Works, do they still have stores? Oh, yeah. They're a very, like, 90s thing to me. And Yeah, me too. Uh, you know what? You're I, me. I have no idea. You're me in July. And now I'm a spokesperson. In, in <laughs> July, I'm like, what? There's a whole group dedicated to Bath and Body right. Works candles hose? And now I'm like, oh, another fact about Bath and Body Works? Here's some facts. Oh, yeah, they have, they have outlets. They have stores. They have coupons. They have a pretty good wanna, rewards program. Yeah, welcome. I be part of this group. Welcome. I'm going to invite you. And anyone listening, contact me directly because I don't want to – I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. I just love that there is a devoted Facebook community to candles. And guess what? And they what? get in fights? And, no, they don't get in fights. It's just like oh. – it's just like that's where their emotions – it's like – you know, it's like I smelled this candle and smelled like shit and I hate it. And then someone's like, I love that. Can-. Very, very respectful. Just very one track minded. We're only talking I, about there's no like not candle related questions allowed. It's like we are talking I, about candles. I need to be a part of I'm going to invite you. And if anyone else would like an Thank invite, you. I just want you to I just want to make sure that you're not coming in there to be rude because you like me will be a silent observer and then you'll be buying hundred dollars worth of fresh balsam candles but they have good sales so don't buy don't buy bath and body works until they do a sale but that is a good that's a good christmas smell and i'll invite you to the facebook group wow this has been i'm very happy about this conversation i feel like we went we went a million places yes we did and yeah i'm pumped and now and now i know you live in los angeles too so now i know one more person in la it's all coming together for you i can't wait to not hike I can't wait to not hike with you. I can't wait to meet up at the Westfield Mall and not hike. Um, Allison, tell everyone where they can listen to your shows and where they can follow you online. Um, you can listen to Allison Rosen's your new best friend and childish wherever you get podcasts. Allison Rosen's your new best friend comes out Mondays and Thursdays and childish comes out every other Wednesday. And, um, please follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. Wonderful. Okay. Well, you guys will link to everything we talked about as always. Um, I will not link to the, to the, the candles group. If you want that, you have to seek me out on your own. So I know you're serious. Um, uh, yeah. And other than that, I hope this was a very fun episode to listen to. It was a fun episode for us to record. Um, and if you know where I can get a good sandwich in Los Angeles, please be in touch. See you guys next week for another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much. That was really fun. I didn't even so, thank you for coming and we were recording. I'm sorry. I usually do okay. that. But um so questions. 